Welcome to the history of the band Six Shooter, as remembered by Dave Jackson. Welcome to the history of the band Six Shooter. I am your host, Dave Jackson. This podcast is best consumed from the very first episode to the current. If you're listening in Apple Podcasts, you're good to go. If you're not, simply download all the episodes and sort them oldest to newest. And we're starting off at January 28th, Seth's first practice. Seth comes over as the band sets up their equipment. We get a chance to talk a bit. Seth was really busy during the holiday season and hasn't really had any chance to learn any of the songs, but eventually we all get set up and we plug in, we turn on. As we start to do Dumas Walker, Seth asks if we can work out the vocal harmonies first. And as we do this, Seth, he slips into choir director mode, which apparently he is, and we start singing things a cappella, which for you that are not musicians mean there's no music. And it just sounds cool. No, let me take that back. It sounds really cool. As we giggle at how cool we sound, Kevin blurts out, the guy acts like a choir director. And then Seth, as I have already spoiled it, uh, is an actual choir director. Yes, the newest member of Six Shooter is a multi-talented dude. He sings like an angel. He plays guitar, harmonica, and totally kicks ass on the keyboards. Boners are rampant. If there was any doubt before, there is none now. It's totally official. We are the sh**. Seth jams along with the band, and we work on some vocals. There is such a difference between two- and three-part harmony. I mean, it is just so cool. It's hard to put into words. The band picks up a few songs they want to work on. John books a gig at the Tangled Spur for February 8th, which is Dave's birthday. There's also a chance to play there on the 15th. The money from this gig will go to pay for a snake and should run around 300 bucks. Now, for you non-musicians, a snake is not an actual snake. That'd be a very expensive snake. This is basically, it looks like one big giant fat cable, but you have a bunch of cables in it. And it basically is what you run from the stage out to wherever your soundboard is. So watch out world. Here comes Six Shooter, cocked and loaded. February 8th, Seth's first live appearance. Six Shooter takes the stage at the Tangled Spur which for anybody keeping track at home is on 704 4th Street Southwest in Canton, Ohio. On a very special night, Dave has secured a new snake that passes everyone's inspection. Dave has bought a hat for the gig and another new shirt. It's also Dave's birthday. Happy birthday! It's also some girl named Tracy's birthday. Happy birthday! And the band surprises Dave with a rendition of, you guessed it, Happy Birthday. And a giant cookie that says, happy birthday, Dave. Uh, And they've also distributed flyers that read, come out and celebrate Dave's birthday and see if the old man can still jam. He now feels a little pressure to do really something special. The band is pumped to showcase their new keyboardist. While it was in the mid 40s all week, the weather has turned to the traditional snow and cold. We're lucky like that. The band has learned three new songs with Seth. They are Desperado. The Dance by Garth Brooks and Little Rock. The band has been focusing on vocals these past practices. The three-part harmonies literally give Dave goosebumps. It's just so cool. The band makes it through their first set and everything seems to be going okay. The bar starts to fill up. Some graphic people show up. 
good old Jeff and Jeff and Megan. The second set features Seth, and Dave explains how he's always wanted a keyboard so that he could simply go, take it, and they launch into Dumas Walker, and at the end, Dave looks over and says to Seth, you guess it, take it, and you know what? Seth took it, <laughs> and he kicks ass. You couldn't have asked for a better first impression. Meanwhile, the band has become brain dead in some aspects. Dave starts off Watermelon Crawl on the wrong fret. Kevin is forgetting lyrics left and right. Dave's not sure when or what to sing for backup vocals. And John has been involved in a lot of activity getting ready to move. He's been approved for his new house. However, his lack of practice time, it's starting to show. And just about the time Dave really gets pissed at John's mistakes, he's informed that John's problem is that the battery is going dead in his bass. Oops. Lee is stuck with the job of trying to keep up with a lot of improvisation on stage, and the band does their traditional speeding up of slow songs. This is something that needs addressed at practice. There are couples on the dance floor as the band closes the set with Fast As You, and Dave passes on venturing on the floor as he's afraid he'll be pelted with a drunken jitterbugger. The band embarrasses Dave with an interesting version of Happy Birthday. They also sing to Tracy. Tracy has a group of people with her celebrating her birthday. And the third set has the band doing the hot or cold routine. Musically, we are either kicking ass or screwing up horribly. The good news is the crowd is just soaking us up. We have a lot of fun with Seth. The harmonies are sounding good. Seth finishes up his appearance with the dance, and it just sounds so cool. Kevin nails the harmony on Little Rock, which is an extremely high part. Kevin leans over to Dave and announces, I shot my wad. (laughs) However, his voice is fine for the evening. Seth gets a round of applause as he exits off the stage, and the band finishes up the third set. The crowd continues to filter in, and for a small bar, it's pretty packed. There are plenty of people behind the bar, where the band can't see. So the band launches into their fourth set to a crowd full of tipsy patrons. The band is having a lot of fun, and so is the crowd. And as Kevin puts it, that was one of the best yeehaws we've ever had. Meanwhile, sitting on a bar stool, Seth is approached by a drunken middle-aged wench who we're just going to call Trixie. Trixie really likes Seth. And Seth, he's just so polite. He tries to give her the brush off. Trixie is rather forward and grabs Seth's hand and attempts to pull him off the stool. Seth, yeah, he's not budging. About the time Seth has finally discouraged Trixie, Kevin yells, hey, go for it, from the stage. Seth deeply appreciates this move. Finally, Seth gets Trixie to get the point. At this point, she moves on to ask Maria if she wants to dance. At that point, Seth jumps back onto the safety of the stage If you look closely, I believe you can see beads of sweat on his forehead. The band launches into a few more songs with Seth to end the evening. The plan was to perform a fake last song, then perform the actual last song as an encore. We forget to announce that the first last song was the fake last song, and we then launched into what would have been one of the best versions of Fast As You the band has ever done. Dave ventured into the bar and entertained the boys back by the pool tables as they hooped and hollered. Back on the stage, the band brings it down as Kevin introduces the band. Upon completing this, Dave starts back up in a quiet solo, totally forgetting to announce Kevin. Oops. Dave asks the crowd, 
Are you ready to blow the roof off this place? To which a rousing cheer is heard. The band shifts into overdrive and absolutely kicks ass. Sess keyboards add the crowning touch. And we end what was supposed to be the last song, only to have the crowd chanting for more. Dave feels his ego explode as the crowd chants his name and explain how it's his birthday, and he must play one more. He looks over at Kevin, who then looks at John, and we all kind of go, uh, what the hell? One more tune, I guess. How are we going to top that song, Dave thinks. We pull out, walk softly on this heart of mine. Part of the evening has been fun because Dave has been bumping his hat on anything within 30 feet. And as the band winds up the song, they get to the last part that is just Kevin and Dave on vocals. Dave turns to Kevin as he gets ready to sing and says, Just a second, K-Man. I gotta take off my hat to finish the song. To this, the crowd on the dance floor, which includes about 90% of the bar, sends up another cheer. Drunk people are so easy to entertain. Kevin and Dave do the vocal part, and the band kicks in. Dave has a quick argument within his head and decides to play the guitar behind his head, which is a definite rock move. He bumps a light hanging from the ceiling on his way up. He plays for a little bit behind his head. Again, the drunken crew elicit woo-hoos. The band ends the song with a thunderous roar, and the night is over. It was a great introduction of Seth. Some really good playing was going on, and it was just awesome. The good news, the snake, which we didn't use, is now pretty much paid off because we made 250 bucks. This will be greatly beneficial when we play the Red Dog Saloon in two weeks. We're going to be playing back here next week. The news has this crowd super excited. And as we tear down the equipment, numerous people approach us and praise our performance. They really liked us. As one person put it, you're the best band to ever play in here. The significant others are laughing at all the white trash displayed during the evening. From 300-pound mountain men doing aerobics on the dance floor to an old codger who had eyes for Maria. As Chris said, it was really entertaining. The bar, while small, is a cool place to play. This is enhanced since we do not have to drag our speakers out of the basement. What a night. What a birthday. So things are going great for the band. Stay tuned out at historyofsixshooter.com slash subscribe. And you'll hear in the next episode, there, there are some concerns about Lee, the drummer.